show me consciousness devoid of content so thought is consciousness show me thought devoid of content tell me that you are thinking about nothing when you think don't you think about an object so is there thought without object try thinking objectlessly so consciousness is nothing but its own content consciousness is nothing but its own content once i was talking to an audience so i showed this glass of water so i said you see these are the contents of your consciousness and they have been poured into the consciousness from outside so wise girl she got up and said so if all the contents can be poured out would i have a clean and empty consciousness he said no to have a clean and empty consciousness you have to throw away the glass as well you cannot have the glass and not have anything in it for when the water goes out the air rushes in you cannot have anything called empty consciousness empty consciousness is no consciousness consciousness does not like a vacuum because consciousness is objective therefore like the objective world it abhors vacuums whenever you have a very low pressure area you know what happens right it tries to suck in anything and everything from everywhere and it doesn't differentiate whatsoever can be sucked in would be sucked in if there is a very low pressure zone and you go close to it you too would be sucked in that is consciousness consciousness and its contents are inseparable i know some teachers have talked of consciousness without content that is a euphemism that's a way of addressing zero consciousness or no consciousness there is no point talking so much about consciousness because consciousness is conditioned even if you bathe teach and decorate a slave he won't become the master why are you so busy talking about the slave why are you so busy attending to and glorifying and investigating about the slave if the slave troubles you the trick lies in going to the master and once you are with the master the slave would fall in line on his own and that's where the 
intellectuals are missing the point the psychologists are missing the point they too talk of consciousness the psychologists the intellectuals even the neurologists they all talk of consciousness and they are busy looking at nothing but the consciousness the slave is behaving erratically a mean slave who has come to acquire bad manners and what are all the intellectuals and the psychologists doing they are trying to teach the slave a few good manners what does the mystic do he ignores the slave the mystic has nothing to do with the slave he goes right to the master and once you are with the master one look of the master is enough to discipline the slave that's the trick that the intellectuals have been missing all psychology keeps talking of mind and consciousness what they don't talk of is the lord they won't talk of lord they are so afraid truth and mysticism are anathema to them they would say let's limit ourselves to the mind so what happens in the mind ha oh, and who would understand that if the mind were smart enough to understand itself and its rubbish why would it stay engaged in rubbish but you don't see this obvious fact you want the mind to understand the mind knowing fully well that that which you want to understand is stupid and that is why you want to understand it had it been functioning properly would you have felt a need to investigate what is going on so you want to test a malfunctioning machine using the same malfunctioning machine the car is junk the engine has collapsed and you want to drive the car to the service station in the next city you want to get the car repaired using the services of the car itself it is so nonsensical but then the intellectuals face a very acute dilemma they are compulsive avoiders of all mysticism it harasses their ego to accept that there is the unknowable and the unknowable is at the commanding heights they would rather self destruct than devote the self you see man is more terrified of psychological death than physical death and the psychological life is the life of the ego and the ego says i can accept anything and everything except mysticism that's the mark of the stupid man 
to him everything except everything exists except him all else is a possibility the unknowable one is not a possibility he says i am very open minded i am a liberal but he is greatly illiberal because he does not even want to consider the possibility that that and that alone exists in some sense the open minded community is the most narrow minded one their minds are so narrow that nothing broad nothing immense can gain entry into it only little things find their way into these little minds are you getting it even in this question lori where is surrender where is devotion hmm? these things that you are asking cannot be grasped intellectually why don't you see that the intellect is such an incapacitated organ a child's little finger hmm? and you want to move the mountains you are determined you have been exercising the finger regularly it's a very muscular finger now the himalayas are shivering next we have asked do you acharya ji use the concept of consciousness as analogous to mind yes broadly states of consciousness happenings in consciousness are the states of mind and the happenings in mind right or as awareness the foundation of consciousness is awareness pure consciousness which is zero consciousness is awareness however that does not mean that to be aware you have to give up on consciousness no 
being aware implies not identifying with consciousness. So the stupid consciousness is busy with its own little matters. And where are you? An arm's length away. That's awareness. It's always a choice to abide in awareness or to fool around in the domain of consciousness. And the domain of consciousness Dori will keep existing as long as the body is there. You cannot drain consciousness of its contents. You cannot just take the vessel and pour out everything it has. How far back the seat of truth lies? Awareness and truth are one. So not very far back. Just one step behind. Just one step behind. You are standing on the edge of the cliff. Behind you is an abyss. Just one step behind. Hmm? Close your eyes and take a step backwards. Taking that one step backwards is therefore so impossible to most people. Because the very dimension changes. You can take innumerable steps forward and the dimension remains the same. But behind is an abyss. That one step will not allow you to remain the one you are. The earth will change. The very physics will change. Your very station will change. You will change. That's why that one step is the most difficult thing in the world. And the saints therefore have gone on wondering that why is the Lord so inaccessible when He is always so close by. Now you see why he is so inaccessible. Where is he? Just one step behind. But you are standing on the edge of the cliff. And your eyes are always looking at the ground, not at the abyss. However, you are instinctively aware that there is no ground behind you. So taking that one step backwards is impossibly difficult.
However, you can keep taking a lot of steps forward because nothing changes there. You are on the terrain and the terrain does not change whether you move left or right or forward. But if you move backward, everything changes.